There certainly is nothing like the Monday Night Football Sweats. You're in the doghouse. What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13. And on Facebook at Dennis M. Roy over there. Uh, Donations for all the folks that won money. Hey, if you care to donate to the doghouse, go to Venmo at Dennis-Roy-14 or on PayPal, RoyDog underscore 13 at Yahoo.com. Just throwing it out there. Just throwing it out there. One of you guys out there threw a donation out there. That was a nice one. Thank you very much. It is appreciated. This is Monday Night Football, or at least the Monday Night Football podcast, because I'm currently watching the Kansas City-Baltimore game while doing this. Uh, We're going to go back and review the games. Uh, I'm not going to go through them in full detail. Uh, we'll just kind of go over the scoring, what happened, uh, things we like if guys got injured, you know, maybe guys to pick up for our waiver wires this week. So we will start with the Thursday night game real quick. Uh, Miami beats Jacksonville 31-13. to Ryan Fitzpatrick with kind of a pedestrian day, but he had three touchdowns while doing it. Uh, going 18 of 20 for 160 yards and two touchdowns. And then he also had seven rushes for 38 yards and a touchdown. Uh, It's not a guy that you're going to want to really go out and get because probably sooner rather than later, you're going to see Tua out there. So um, not anybody that I'm really looking for. Gardner Minshew looked like shit because DJ Chark was not playing, uh, which was very unfortunate there. Uh, But we do know that if DJ Chark is continues to be out, uh, we will back off a little bit from the Jacksonville passing game. James Robinson, the undrafted rookie, running back looked good, 11 for 46 and two touchdowns, also had six receptions for 83 yards, uh, good for a 13.8 average, which is awesome. Um, If Miles Gaskin is out there from Miami, uh, definitely go and get him. He was 22 for 66 yards. Uh, and then had five receptions for 29 yards on five targets. So uh, he's a guy you definitely want to take a look at. They're always going to be playing from behind. He's getting the majority of the snaps and touches from the backfield. Oh, my God. Thank you, Tyreek Hill. Oh, <laughs> pretty pass, pretty pass. I am I'm a big Mahomes fan tonight. I am a huge Mahomes fan. Uh, he's going to kill me in one league, but he's going to help me try and win two other ones. So, um, yeah, 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 that's what we're doing here. So uh, nobody that we really want to pick up from either Miami or Jacksonville. Um, 
I still want to take a shot on Preston Williams, but I don't think you have to pay anything in waivers if he's been dropped uh, since he really had a poor showing in the first two games of the season for them. Um, but definitely go take a look there. We'll get to a little bit better game here. Uh, Los Angeles Rams at Buffalo Bills. Buffalo won uh, on a bullshit uh, <clears throat> pass interference call at the end of the game, and then uh, Josh Allen threw a touchdown to uh, backup tight end Tyler Croft, um, which was really fucking weird because Dawson Knox is really the guy that we like uh, for Baltimore as far as, you know, t- uh the tight end goes, but he hasn't been throwing the tight end. But, you know, of course, Los Angeles being weak against tight ends, he finds the backup tight end, Tyler Croft, who had four for 24 and two touchdowns. Not Still not a guy that I want to go after, um, but we do have to monitor John Brown. He's dealing with, I believe it was a calf injury. <clears throat> so um, if Cole Beasley is out there or if you want to take a shot, on Gabriel Davis, the rookie wide receiver who is uh, making waves the last couple of games. Um, definitely go take a look at them. I uh, won't even have to pay that much. Uh, what is fuck is going on here? Don't play music, you stupid-ass fucking computer. <sighs> I'm tired. I want to go to bed. But uh, <laughs> you're not going to have to pay that much for Cole Beasley. Uh, Gabriel Davis, maybe uh, just like a buck or two, something like that. Nothing uh, big. Uh, Devin Singletary did get the job done without Zach Moss in there, which uh, I was totally on. The unfortunate part was he did get vultured by Josh Allen, uh, who got the goal line touch there. Uh, he was 13, uh, Devin Singletary was 13 for 71 on the ground and had four receptions for 50 yards. What is going on? Just stop. So... Um, definitely, definitely, um, if Zach Moss is out, you're going to look at Singletary every time here. Um, uh, Darrell Henderson, good God, he's getting it done. 20 carries for 114 yards and a touch. Uh, not much in the passing game. Three targets, one reception for six yards. Nothing much there. Uh, had Cooper Cup in the write-up. He got the job done, nine for 107 on 10 targets. Also had a touchdown. Uh, Tyler Higby didn't really do too much. That could have been more, more so because of Gerald Everett being there. Mm. Pardon me. I'm very parched. Um, which I'm assuming that plus, you know, the whole thing with Cooper cup getting his targets and stuff like that. So, um, Jared Goff didn't have the greatest game in the world. Uh, but he did have three touchdowns, one of them being on the ground with a pick. Uh, Josh Allen was fantastic, though. Uh, 311 yards, four touchdowns, touchdowns thrown with a pick, uh, and then had a rushing touchdown. Uh, the unfortunate part is he did have a fumble, which I'm not happy with. Uh, Josh Reynolds had a fumble, by the way, which should pave the way for more Van Jefferson later down the road. Let's see here. Vegas Raiders at New England Patriots. Uh, Cam Newton did not get it really, did not get it done. Only 162 yards passing and a touchdown with a pick. Uh, Didn't do much on the ground, which was unfortunate just because Vegas uh, is very poor against a running game. So I thought I'd go there. Uh, He was 9 for 27. 
on the ground. Sony Michelle, nine carries, 117 yards. Uh, Rex Burkhead, um, I it was weird. Sunday morning, I was thinking about Rex Burkhead. Actually, no, you know what? When I was doing the write up, I was thinking about Rex Burkhead and doing a sneaky little play. But I, you know how I feel about a lot of that. I don't, I don't want to trust that. It's a lot of bullshit most of the time. Uh, but he had three touchdowns. You know, six carries, forty nine yards, and two on the ground. Uh, seven receptions for forty nine yards and a touchdown. So, um, so that was fantastic way to go there. Uh, Nikhil Harry, two receptions for 34 yards, blah. Uh, Demir Bird, three receptions, 27 yards, blah. That sucked. Just sucked from New England side. Uh, defense was pretty decent, though. Uh, got decent amount of points. Uh, Vegas, uh, Josh Jacobs did fine with a 4.4 carry average, rushing 16 times for 71 yards. Uh, didn't do much in the passing game, three for 12. Darren Waller, I was off too. <clears throat> I'm sorry if that just keeps coming up. That's going to really piss me off. Ugh. But, um, yeah, Derek Carr, 261 yards. He had two touchdowns, no interceptions, but I believe he had a fumble. Oh, he had two fumbles. That's right. That's right. I got to check the target sheet. I think I only gave him credit for one. Next game, this was the uh, Millie Maker sure to fail. Um, with our boy, uh, or my boy, Dwayne Haskins, uh, 224 yards passing for two touchdowns, three interceptions, and a 20-34 to 34 loss to the Cleveland Browns. Um, I'm not too unhappy. I'm unhappy with the result. I'm not unhappy with the analysis on it. The only thing is, is that Dwayne Haskins actually has to get the job done. Uh are you fucking kidding me? Stop. Good Lord. I'm looking on the ESPN site. I should actually just go ahead and go to the NFL site because I, I don't think it's going to fuck around like that. Um, but any which way, I, I'm upset that the results didn't come through, but I'm not upset with the analysis. Cleveland can be passed on. You just need to have a guy that's, you know, accurate. Um. The unfortunate part was that Dwayne Haskins decided he did not want to be accurate. He missed a couple of nice throws. He missed a couple of open throws uh, to Terry McLaurin, uh, which really, really, really sucked. Um, please, for the love of God, don't play that fucking video. Okay. <clears throat> Also, the thing that really kind of pissed me off, too, with it, um, Terry McLaurin hit, was four for 83 on eight targets. Like I said, he should have had a couple more receptions. Uh, definitely a uh, touchdown in there. But he threw to Dontrell Inman, three for 38, two touchdowns. He's going to go end up going on IR, I think. I think he did something to his wrist. Um, he may have broke it. I don't know. i got to check to see what's going on. They haven't updated that one yet or at least it's been flying under the radar. Logan Thomas, the tight end, uh, had seven targets, but only had four receptions for 31 yards. He missed a touchdown in the end zone as well, uh, which was really upsetting. Uh, we go to the Brown side. I did have Nick Chubb written up. Uh, you really do not want to be invested in the Cleveland Browns passing game here. Nick Chubb, 19 rushes for 108 yards and two touchdowns. Kareem Hunt actually got the job done, too. 
Uh, I don't know per his price, though. That's the only thing. Uh, 16 for 46, and then he was 2 for 18 and a touchdown on the ground. I don't think he cleans clears value with that. Um, but definitely, definitely uh, the thing to look at is that you can throw on Cleveland. We saw that with Cincinnati the week before. Um, and Dwayne Haskins is pretty raw fucking quarterback. I had a, I had him at a huge, huge ownership advantage on that. So if he would have ended up going off, especially with McLaurin and Logan Thomas, uh, it would have been good. Steven Sims didn't even do shit. Everything went to Isaiah Wright. Uh, just pay attention to Isaiah Wright. Don't uh, don't buy into anything with him right now. Uh, but definitely keep an keep your eye on him. Uh, you can you know put him on your watch list and stuff. I want to kind of see what he does uh, because he really kind of bounced up as far as like targets, snap share, that type of deal. Uh, so he's he's another. He could possibly be another target opposite of Terry McLaurin, especially with Dontrell Inman going down, um, that we may be able to take advantage of. So we'll pay attention to that. Um, <clears throat> I'm still working on the strength of schedule, how to get it all set up and get it sent out. Um, you guys saw it last the guy, everybody who got it last year, you saw it. It was great. It was a great tool. Uh, really definitely put us on players. I'm hoping to have it done, have it out uh, by Saturday, so then we have it for the next waiver period, and we can kind of go through that. Uh, Houston at Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh was the 28-21 to winner. Deshaun Watson finally stepped up, 264 yards passing, two touchdowns and interception. Uh, still not the greatest offense, but it was nice to see them actually perform a little bit higher standard, especially against a better defense. Uh, Randall Cobb had four four receptions for 95 yards and a touchdown. Will Fuller, four for 54 and a touchdown. Uh, and then you had Brandon Cooks, three for 27. Um, Randall Cobb is a guy that I had to drop. I got him in the in the far late rounds. Uh, you may not be able to pick him up this week. Somebody's probably going to overpay. But if you want to, uh, I do like Will. I do like Randall Cobb more than Brandon Cooks. Um, Will Fuller, of course, would be the number one target. Uh, in this offense, so uh, Randall Cobb, I'll throw a dollar or two on him uh, if you need wide receiver help, especially. James Conner got the job done, knew it, um, but there was a lot of hands in the cookie jar for this rushing game, uh, so it, it's something to kind of monitor, you know, for next week. Uh, but got the job done, eighteen for one hundred nine and a touch. Uh, got him at lower ownership than usual. Four catches for forty yards which was fantastic. Eric Ebron finally stepped up. We talked about him in the preseason that we liked him better than we did Vance McDonald. He finally showed up here. Uh, Houston can get attacked with the tight end. Five for 52 and a touchdown, which was good to see there. Uh, Deontay Johnson went down with a concussion. We'll have to monitor that. That would push up James Washington, not Chase Claypool. James Washington up to the next spot. So monitor that. We should have uh, a rough idea of whether or not he's going to be ready to go this next week. Um, if not, James Robinson might be worth a pickup. 
if you can't get him, Chase Claypool uh, would be just fine there. Uh, Anthony McFarland, the rookie running back for Pittsburgh, looked pretty good. Six for 42 on the ground. Um, didn't do much in the passing game. One for seven. Uh, Anthony McFarland is uh, a little has a little bit more juice than say Benny Snell, but he's not somebody to pick up right now. He's just somebody to monitor for the time being. Uh, let's go to our tied our tie game, which of course everybody fucking loves to hate. Uh, <laughs> Cincinnati at Philly uh, tied at twenty three. Uh, if nobody wins, they're both losers, in my opinion. Uh, Joe Burrow uh, was 31-44 for 312 yards and two touchdowns. He's still getting the job done. Joe Mixon, 17 for 49 on the ground. And then when you look at it in the passing game, only two for 16. Gio Bernard was three for 55. This is really pissing me off because they continued to run it in the shotgun. I was watching part of that game. Get under fucking center and let him let him get some kind of a momentum towards the line. I don't think the line's blocking all that bad. The only problem is, is him being a shotgun, he gets no momentum to push forward, uh, get to the edges and stuff. <clears throat> so it's like it slows that play down and allows the defense to get right on top of him. So you're still playing Joe Mixon no matter what. I don't want to hear nothing, okay? Uh, Tyler Boyd was in the write-up, 10 for 125, no touchdowns, but uh, you'll take that any day because you get the 10-catch bonus and you get the 100-yard bonus on DK, uh, which is huge. Uh, T. Higgins showed up, uh, 5 for 40 and two touchdowns. A.J. Green, 5 for 36. T. Higgins is definitely a guy to circle. Uh, we've been waiting for some kind of a little breakout in here. Um, ho- throw, I'd maybe throw a dollar on him. I think he is actually the two to Boyd's one uh, rather than, say, A.J. Green. Uh, the rookies did work out in the offseason. We talked about that uh, before uh, camps had even opened. They were working out together. So they have, they do have some chemistry, and it showed up in this game. Uh, Drew Sample was in the write-up. I wrote that it was risky, or I talked at least on the pot about it. Uh, I think I wrote it up, too, that, you know, he, hey, look, he's a blocking tight end. He's not a pass-catching tight end, but he has the opportunity. So we'll kind of back off on that a uh, little bit if you picked him up. Hey, I apologize. If you if you have Car- Carson Wentz, though, on the other side, uh, and you were thinking whether or not you can drop him or not, yes, you can absolutely drop him. He looks like shit. And this offensive line is only getting worse by the day. The passing game is getting worse by the game because Dallas Goddard is out. He got hurt. Nobody really to fill in for him um, unless you can get your hands on Greg Ward. Uh, this would be a spot to finally get him because he'd act more like kind of like that mini tight end. Holy fuck. McCole Hardman. There we go. Patrick Mahomes, baby. Yeah. Yeah. 26 to 10, 49 yard touchdown reception. McCole Hardman. Uh, definitely. I was, God damn it. Now I wish I would have picked him up the other day. Son of a bitch. I knew it was going to happen. 
uh, any which way. So Miles Sanders got it done, 18 for 95, uh, even with Carson Wentz's sh- real shitty play in there. Um, and then he was 4 for 12 in the passing game. You're starting Miles Sanders every week no matter what. Um, he's still work. He's still playing well even behind a terrible offensive line. And we got the extra point. It is now 27 to 10. <laughs> oh, I just <laughs> I sent a congratulations to somebody who I had Patrick Mahomes against. Uh if anybody from work, it's a Don. <laughs> I sent it to a Don. I said, basically, congratulations. You know, if I lose to you, at least I can win in these other two leagues. <laughs> and after that touchdown, he just texted me and he just goes, don't you fucking jinx me. <laughs> oh, all right. San Francisco at New York Giants. The Giants are fucking done. I'm not writing up any players from fucking Giants. I don't give a shit anymore. <clears throat> but we do need to pay attention, actually, in reality, we need to pay attention to the Giants because you're going to have Daniel Jones hitting waiver. You're going to have him hitting uh, free agency because everybody's dropping it down. Now, if anybody listened during you know the preseason over the summer, we went through this, right, when we did the original strengths of schedule, and we took a look at the matchups as well. Uh, to see if we thought that was going to correlate with the part of the season. And what was the first quarter of the season? We saw the bad matchups. We saw the good defenses. So we started kind of getting hesitant. We liked Daniel Jones. We liked liked what he brought to the field. Um, But we had to kind of pull back. We didn't really want to draft him. If we did, it was as a backup or a second quarterback, you know, or second or third quarterback in uh, Superflex or two quarterback leagues. And it was specifically for the schedule. Let's see what my updates are here. Oh, I'm still losing by 22 in that one. Ugh. Ugh. It's horrible. Any which way. So. Nick Mullins, the backup to Jimmy Garoppolo, started this game, and the New York Giants proceeded to let him throw for 343 yards and a touchdown. Uh, We had a quandary with what we wanted to do with the running backs in Jarek McKinnon and Jeff Wilson. Well, Jarek McKinnon ran 14 times for 38 yards, got a touchdown, but Jeff Wilson, 12 carries, only 15 yards, and got a touchdown as well. Um. And then when you looked in the passing game, Jarek McKinnon was three for 39 on four targets. Jeff Wilson was three for 54 in a touchdown on three targets. So this is going to be a split backfield. I still think Jarek McKinnon has more juice than Jeff Wilson. Um, but uh, definitely, definitely, uh, if one of those guys is on your uh, waiver wires, you need to get a hold of them. Uh, I think we still get another week or two without um, Molster because of the sprained knee. So um, I I would be willing to – I'm not willing to put a lot into it. I'd be willing to put like five bucks on it uh, and see what happens there. But 
Uh, rookie Brandon Ayuk showed up. He had three carries. Three carries. He's doing this Debo thing right now. And if Debo comes back next week, if he was able to go on minimum IR of three weeks, this is going to be a dangerous offense with Ayuk and Samuels. Uh, Brandon Ayuk, three rushes, 31 yards, and a touchdown. Also had five receptions for 70 yards. Uh, definitely the best player on the field in terms of the pass catchers. Uh, we had Jordan Reed uh, end up getting hurt. <clears throat> of course, predicted that it would have happened last game, the first game they played, but no, he waited till the second week. So, um, Giants, all I had written up was Darius Slayton. He failed. Uh, three three receptions for 53 yards and seven targets. Uh, this is because Daniel Jones was all over the fucking place. The running game for the Giants is absolutely fucking dead, and I don't even care. I have Deion Lewis on my Sirius XM team. Uh, I, I'm contemplating dropping him just because I don't really care for him. Uh, and Jesus Christ, Kansas City is just destroying Baltimore. Kansas City, they're going to go back to back. They're just, they just are. Just is what it is. All right. Tennessee at Minnesota. Um, surprisingly closer than what I thought it was going to be. Tennessee squeaked it out 31 to 30. Uh, Kirk Cousins actually did come back in this game, uh, or actually had a good game, I should say. But we'll start with the Titans side. And I had Ryan Tannehill written up and. Talked about it on the Saturday podcast that I still believed that running backs can get it done against this defense, right? But I decided, you know, fair is fair. Let's just keep attacking this just absolutely depleted secondary. So Ryan Tannehill was 23 of 37, 321 yards and an interception. Ran the ball four times for nine yards. Great. Great. That's not going to get it done. That is not going to get it done. What happened? Derrick Henry. I fucking said it. It's it's another one of those things where I go, look, <laughs> this is the way I'm going to go, but I can see this happening. Right? That was that was how I explain. I had the same thing with like Nick Chubb, but I ro- actually wrote up Nick Chubb because you know to slow down a heavy pass rush, uh, you need to have your best back and run right at him, right? So, Derrick Henry, twenty six carries for one hundred and nineteen yards and two touchdowns. Oh, 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 hard man, come on, motherfucker. Any which way. Um, pass catchers really didn't do much of anything. It was pretty spread around it outside of um, Khalif Raymond, who got three receptions on three targets for 118 yards. Uh, Corey Davis went five for 69. It's not too bad for, you know, a fourth wide receiver. Uh, John Smith was fine at tight end, five for 61, eight targets. Uh, and then Adam Humphreys was four for 41, had seven targets. Just didn't work out with Humphreys, but it was nice to see that he was heavily involved. Yeah, Sammy uh If Sammy Watkins is out there, you can, uh, you can use Sammy Watkins. Definitely. 
because uh, Sammy Watkins is having a pretty decent game. What the hell happened? Let's take a timeout. <clears throat> oh, they're going to just kick the field goal? Really? You're going to kick the field goal with fucking nine seconds left? Nine seconds left and a half. Come on. The fuck out of here. Any which way. Let's go to the Vikings side. So Kirk Cousins did have a bounce back game. He was 16 and 27, 251 yards, three touchdowns, but he did have two interceptions. Uh, bleed. No, he did not have a fumble. Delvin Cook had the fumble. Um, so, and he missed a fucking field goal. What the fuck? Um, so what really didn't want, I, I haven't really wanted to bother with, you know, Kirk Cousins as the passing game, uh, cause I'm more focused on the running game and Dalvin Cook. I wrote him up and he did not disappoint. 22 carries, 181 yards and a touchdown. He's a fucking beast. Uh, did have a fumble. Uh, but got two receptions for 18 yards. And then, uh, I mean, with the whole thing with Kirk Cousins, uh, Adam Thielen still, he only had five targets, uh, three receptions, 29 yards, and one touchdown. He's priced up way too much in DFS, so I'm staying away from that. Kyle Rudolph finally showed, showed up two for 11 for with one touchdown, which is weird because Irv Smith didn't even have a target in this game. I don't remember him being inactive or anything. Uh, but the big... But the big uh, winner here in the passing game was rookie Justin Jefferson uh, on nine targets. He had seven receptions, 175 yards, and a touchdown. So he had a very, very good day. If Justin Jefferson is out there, you do need to ha- somebody needs to have him. Don't need to put that much down, but uh, definitely, definitely need to take a look. Uh, Chicago at Atlanta. It it finally happened. Mitch Trubisky got benched for Nick Foles. And what happened? The Bears came back and won because Atlanta can't fucking stop anybody. And they allowed Chicago to win 30-26. to 26. This is getting ridiculous. How nobody's getting fired for this bullshit is, is ridiculous. So after the first quarter, it was Atlanta 6, Chicago 3. After the second quarter, uh, after the first half, it was 16-10, to 10, Atlanta. Uh, after the third, it was 26-10. to 10. So they're up by 10, 16 points and uh, didn't score any points in the fourth quarter. Chicago scores 20. Ridiculous. Mitchell Drabisky, 13 for 22, 128 yards and a touchdown. The, he had an interception. That's what got him yanked. He did have one rush for 45 yards. So he wasn't doing extremely horrible, but if you watch the actual game itself, uh, he was just, it was that whole thing we talk about where he's just all over the fucking place. Uh, Nick Foles came in and was 16 to 29, 188 yards, three touchdowns and an interception. Uh, David Montgomery, who I wrote up, was 14 to 45. Uh, Tariq Cohen, ah, Tariq Cohen has uh, torn his ACL. He is out for the rest of the year. So you can go ahead and drop him. 
and there's one of two ways. There's one of two ways that you can go. Coderell Patterson is going to be the backup for David Montgomery. It's just fact. They're not going to have Ryan Nall do it for whatever reason. I like Ryan Nall. I have since he's been at Oregon State, but they're just not going to do it. So Corderell Patterson would actually be the direct backup for David Montgomery for the time being. So, <clears throat> but uh, we finally had an Anthony Miller sighting, uh, which isn't too surprising considering that it's Nick Foles. Nick Foles does like slot the slot receivers. He likes tight ends. Jimmy Graham was 6 of 60 for two touchdowns. I believe one of those was actually from Mitch Trubisky. Uh, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he had one for Mitch Trubisky for two yards. And then let me see here. Had a three-yarder from Nick Foles. So Nick Foles likes his tight ends too. So I think if Jimmy Graham is out there and if, you, if you're tight end needy, especially with um, uh, Dallas Goddard going down, I don't think Jimmy Graham's that that terrible of a pickup. Now, you're probably only going to get him for a week or two. They're going to hit a buy here. No, their buy is actually pushed back a little bit because uh, you'll have the Packers in week Packers in Detroit in week five. If I remember correctly, I'm not going to go look at it. Uh, but we wrote. I wrote up Allen Robinson. He was ten ten receptions on thirteen targets uh, for 123 yards and a touchdown. We talked Jimmy Graham. Uh, is back probably with um, Nick Foles in there. Anthony Miller had some life, two for 41 and a touchdown on five targets. Um, and that's about it. Darnell Mooney, the rookie, I'm not really going to worry about. Um, so we go to the Falcons. Take a drink of water here. Yeah, I see. I said I was going to stay away from Matt Ryan, and he went 19 for 38, 238 yards, and a touchdown with an interception. Uh, Todd Gurley showed up, uh, 14 rushes for 80 yards and a touchdown. Brian Hill also showed up, uh, nine rushes for 58 yards and a touchdown, uh, 5.7 and 6.4 uh, carry averages. Uh, respectively for both. I think Brian Hill, to be honest with you, I've looked at the, I've looked at all three Atlanta games, and Brian Hill has been involved. If you look at the target sheet, target sheet will be out tomorrow. All I have left to do is do this Monday night game, uh, so that will be out uh, tomorrow evening. Uh, I think Brian Hill might be worth a dollar or two because they're pretty much splitting this backfield. And let's see here. Julio Jones did not play, which meant that Calvin Ridley became the main man. He went five. Uh, f- he had five <laughs> five receptions on 13 targets for 110 yards. Uh, Russell Gage got hurt. He got concussed. Uh, so he was two receptions for 26 yards. Really sucked. Uh, Brian Hill had one catch for 22 yards. Uh, Todd Gurley was one for two. Um, it looks like, uh, there's two, there's two different things that two different other players that you could go if Russell Gage ends up being out, but I probably won't bother with them. I'll just wait to see if, um, 
Julio's hamstring is better. Uh, but Olamides Akesis, uh, four was four for 41. And then Brandon Powell, not Christian Br- Blake, is actually the other guy, uh, three for 27. Powell actually filled in filled in uh, for Russell Gage in the uh, in the slot. Zakisis is strictly an outside uh, wide receiver. All right, let's see here. Where are we at? Uh, my big surprise, the L.A. Chargers-Carolina <laughs> game. I don't know. They they always seem to fuck me on that. I don't. I can't remember if I actually said that. Uh, every time you like to go with the Chargers, they'll end up losing. Uh, Carolina won this game. It was like their first win in like eleven weeks. I want to say. I think it was like week eight or week nine of last year. Was their last win? I think it was week eight. Um, but Carolina won twenty-one to sixteen. Ugh, <laughs> ugh, just terrible, just absolutely gross. So, uh, Teddy Bridgewater had a Teddy Bridgewater style game, 22 to 28, 235 yards and a touchdown. Nothing fancy. Uh, definitely good for two quarterback leagues. Um, Mike Davis, who I don't know why I couldn't believe in him. Um, especially after the Melvin Ingram news, I knew that was going to be big. I just knew it. And uh, they had a couple other players go down for this defense too. So um, I'm kind of backing away from the Chargers a little bit in terms for seasonal defense. Uh, but any which way, Mike Davis, uh, the guy, the gentleman who is filling in for uh, Christian McCaffrey, was 13 for 46 on the ground and had eight receptions on nine targets. Uh, for 45 yards and a touchdown. And they were playing from ahead like, this whole game. So those receptions, this is all going to be part of the offense. Uh, you can start Mike Davis, I think, with confidence here. Uh, even though I think they play New Orleans next week. But uh, Reggie Bonifant is direct backup. It was funny. <sighs> Pardon me. They were talking about Curtis Samuel picking, um, getting some carries, and he did, and he did do that, but... <laughs> He had four carries for seven yards, so it wasn't anything special. Uh, DJ Moore just was had a block game, two for 65. Robbie Anderson, though, was five for 55, so it's not too bad. Um, for this offense, who's uh, got you about 10 points and a full point PPR. Not much else going on there uh, that I'm worried about. Justin Herbert, uh, 35 of 49, 330 yards, a touchdown and an interception. Uh, he also had three rushes for 15 yards. Now I blew, I, I rolled up both Austin Eckler and Josh Kelly. And I said, you know, they both had the same opportunity to get the job done. Uh, that was strictly as me game scripting that LA was going to be actually ahead, not from behind. Uh, so you only saw 12 carries for Austin Eckler, 59 yards, but he got a touchdown. Uh, Joshua Kelly, a, had eight carries for 43 yards. Uh, Both of them, I think, actually had a fumble too. Or no, it was just Josh Kelly lost a fumble. So that hurt. That hurt a little bit. Uh, For the passing game, definitely Keenan Allen is the main guy. 19 targets he had. Uh, Got 13 receptions on that for 132 yards and a touchdown. So he's the main target. Austin Eckler, though, was 11 for 11. Uh, for 84 yards, so that's a hell of a lot of targets. That's the Austin Eckler that we remember. Uh, Hunter Henry, I did not write up, but I 
I thought it was a decent play. Five for 50, so he got it done with 10 points at least. Uh, nothing else in here. Jalen Guyton. Mike Williams with Herbert is not good. Um, he is definitely better with Tarad. Tarad. Tarad Taylor. Um... Yeah, I guess we'll do this Indiana, Indianapolis, New York Jets game. Uh, nobody, I, I'm not picking up a fucking player off New York of uh, the New York Jets. Fuck that. Um, I was going to say maybe take a look at Braxton Berrios for the time being, since everybody's injured. He'll have the opportunity share in there, uh, but then I noticed that he's a white guy. And he's a little white guy. I never knew. I thought Braxton Berrios was a black guy. I I just did. I always saw him popping up. Like, he'd pop up in Houston and stuff. And, uh, you know, this was the, <laughs> this, this is another reason why I, I, I like being able to watch these games. Because, you know, you get a little bit more familiar with some of these uh, stupid plays, right? And... Uh, Good Lord. Braxton Berrios has been in the league for like 10 fucking years, and I thought he was black the whole time. Just sad. Maybe he had too much bass in his voice. I don't know. Uh, Sam Darnold sucks. If you have Sam Darnold, you can go ahead and drop him. Uh, Frank Gore uh, got the job done for the time, for the most part, you know, 15 carries for 57 yards, but it was only a 3.8 average. Uh, LaMichael Pirine, though. I'm kind of keeping an eye on. He had seven rushes for 24 yards, but he was involved in the passing game. Um, so I kind of like that. Now, Kalen Blage stuck his fucking head in there uh, for two rushes for eight yards. Yippee. Uh, but he had four. He had five receptions on five targets for 44 yards. Like, what's the love with Kalen Blage, man? Adam Gase, he sucks. I will tell you that Kalen Blage was on the field when... Sam Darnold threw his first uh, pick six. So that's just the Kalen Balaj effect there. Um, most players suck when they stand around Kalen Balaj. That's a little known fact. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, Sam Darnold threw two, two, two pick sixes to the Indianapolis Colts defense. That was good for, like, 26 points um, on most of the fantasy sites. So. Yeah, that was terrible. And uh, so we go to the Colts. We just go to the Colts side. 17 to 21 for Phillip Rivers. 217 yards. Touchdown. Nothing fancy. Um, <clears throat> so Jonathan Taylor, right? 13 carries for 59 yards and a touchdown. Uh, had one reception on one target for three yards. Uh, now, the funny thing is, is the funny thing is that what I heard on the radio today, and I knew this was wrong because I actually was in and out of this game. But um, the thing that I heard was that they didn't have to rush Jonathan Taylor that much because they were they had such a, a heavy lead. Okay. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you want to have him rush a little bit more? The thing of it is, they are still doing the split 
carry backfield that they would have been doing with Marlon Mack, and they're doing it with Jordan Wilkins, and I fucking knew this was going to happen. And it sucks. This is why I didn't want to take Jonathan Taylor so high. I wanted to have it, you know, get him towards the, you know, late third, early fourth. Because Jordan Wilkins had nine carries for 39 yards. Naheem Hines had seven carries for 21 yards. And then, of course, Jacoby Brissett comes in and has two for zero. But I think those were more kneel downs. Um, But, uh, yeah, this was this was like they were giving Jordan, Jordan Wilkins was getting his own series. So this is something to monitor. Uh, definitely, if you're a Taylor owner, you want to have you want to have Jordan Wilkins um, as your handcuff there. Uh, if you do not have Jonathan Taylor, though, uh, definitely take a look at Jordan Wilkins. Pay a couple dollars in there. It's gonna be it's gonna be kind of a cheap week this this week for waivers. Uh, T.Y. Hilton finally decided to show up. Uh, three catches for 52 yards. Um, Mo Alley-Cox actually had a good game with Jack Doyle there. So that's definitely something to kind of monitor. Um, I'm not going to go out and grab Mo Alley-Cox, but, uh, I mean, if I could get him for nothing and just dump, you know, some guy that got completely hurt or something like that, you know, went on IR. Maybe took a look at him. Three catches, 50 yards, and a touchdown. And Doyle had, was on the field more. He was on the field more. So uh, Naheem Hines, four for 40. Uh, Michael Pittman got hurt. Okay, here, here's one. So Michael Pittman was three for 26. Michael Pittman got hurt. He's got some weird calf injury. I'd never heard of it before. It was like resting couch calf or something like that. But uh, here's what you want to do. You want to take a look at Zach Pascal on waivers. Uh, Michael Pittman, you can go ahead and drop him unless you have an IR that's not just a COVID IR. So <clears throat> Zach Pascal would be the guy that you'd want to take a look at. Uh, just a couple dollars, though, just like most of them. Darice Fountain actually made a comeback in this game. I was like, what? Darice Fountain? I didn't even know he was still fucking alive. Uh, Tampa Bay at Denver. Tampa Bay's defense said it was priced too low on a couple of sites on FanDuel and especially on Yahoo where their minimum price uh, won this game against Jeff Driscoll-led Denver Broncos 28-10. They, the Broncos better not have, keep Jeff Driscoll in there. They might as well just put fucking Blake Bortles in there, man. They might as well just put Blake Bortles in there. Um, Tom Brady, 25 of 38, 297 yards and three touchdowns. It was very pedestrian. Uh, actually should have had a couple more. Uh, Ronald Jones actually was the main ball carrier in this one, 13 for 53 uh, for a 4.1 average. Leonard Fournette, 7 for 15, 2.1. Uh we're going to be playing with this all fucking day, all fucking year, I think. Ronald Jones had two receptions for 20 yards. Uh, Leonard Fournette, two for seven. Uh, <laughs> Mike Evans had two touchdowns, but he had two receptions on four targets for two yards. Uh, pretty much they were, shut, they were shutting him down. They were focused on Evans, and that left Chris Godwin open for five for 64 and a touchdown. Uh, but he got hurt too. I want to say it's a hamstring with him too. So, um, 
got they got the tight ends involved. I can't believe that shit. Uh, OJ Howard three for forty nine. Gronk was six for forty eight. So you know, like the week everybody says, yeah, just go ahead, just go ahead and uh, oh 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 oh, that was a fumble. Please say that. Went back to the Chiefs. Son of a bitch. But uh, you know, everybody was saying just go ahead and drop Gronk and and uh, he actually performed. So oh, it looks like Casey. Oh no, they gave it to Baltimore. Might want to. Re- they're gonna have to review that anyways. Uh, it's funny. Jeff Driscoll actually got replaced in in the fourth quarter with uh, Brett Rippon, the backup there. It was horrible. Melvin Gordon eight for twenty six. Um, just sucks, man. Uh, it is. That's Baltimore's ball. Uh, Jerry Judy did well. Uh, five for fifty five on nine targets. Uh, I said Noah Fant would probably be good in this game. Five for forty six. On 10 targets, really wish he would have gotten a touchdown. Uh, Tim Patrick was the guy that got the touchdown, 4 for 43 in a touch. Um, that's why I wasn't too big on K.J. Hamler because I thought maybe uh, Tim Pat- it was Tim Patrick or Deshaun Hamilton. Deshaun Hamilton I don't even think played um, in this game, so it really kind of handcuffs uh, K.J. Hamler's upside. Oh, pardon me. He was 3 for 30, so... Outside of Jerry, Judy, and Noah Fant, I really don't have any interest in going after Tim Patrick or KJ Hamler. Unless you got a really deep bench, then maybe you could take a look at Hamler. But uh, I was getting enough questions with uh, low price guys there that I was just like, whatever. Um, quit asking me about fucking KJ Hamler and DFS because I just don't see it there. But... Uh, Lions at Cardinals. Uh, Lions pull the upset, twenty-six to twenty-three. Here, uh, let's see here. Matt Stafford, twenty-two of thirty-one, two hundred seventy yards and two touchdowns. It's like classic Stafford. Uh, <laughs> I had written up DeAndre Swift just on the thought of you know Detroit playing from behind, uh, and that didn't happen. So DeAndre Swift had two targets, one catch, nineteen yards, complete fail. Um, cause they're playing for me ahead. Uh, they apparently do not want to use their second round pick here and instead go with Adrian Peterson, who I actually mentioned seasonal. So that was fun too. Um, Adrian Peterson, 22 carries for 75 yards. Good for a 3.4 average. Carry on Johnson had three carries for 16 yards, 5.3. Um, Peterson also had one reception for 10 yards. Carry on, one reception for 14. Uh, Kenny Galladay uh, doing Kenny Galladay things. Six six receptions on seven targets for 57 yards and a, and a touchdown. Uh, so he looked pretty good in his first game back. TJ Hawkinson, the tight end, uh, four for 53. Wasn't too bad. Marvin Jones, three for 51. Uh Blocking tight end Jesse James was three for 28 and a touchdown. Oh, my God. He got absolutely fucking crushed. Man, Kansas City came to fucking play. Holy shit. Uh, here's a guy that I, wanted, I just want you to keep an eye on. Put on your watch list so you can kind of pay attention to him. Is this Jamal Agnew kid. Uh, two receptions for 20 yards, right, on two targets, but they put him in the rushing game. Um I don't know why they're getting this kid involved. 
he's not all that to me he wasn't all that great but uh just somebody to keep on your radar just kind of watch it might be a deep find um but he has no value until like say marvin jones kenny galladay uh danny amendola any of those guys get hurt so oh man it's mark ingram time kyler murray 23 for 35 270 yards uh two touchdowns but had three interceptions um so that was not great there. Uh, five for 29 and a touchdown, though, on the ground. So it kind of made up for it there. Uh, Kenny and Drake, the guy that I really was, I told you, was good for cash, but I was kind of worried about that, and that's why I was switching over to Kyler. Uh, 18 for 73 for a 4.1 average. Uh, <laughs> now, see, all you guys want to go after this whole pass-catching thing, right? One target, one reception, six yards. He has like six receptions in three games. That is not good. Not good at all. This is why I was worried about him in seasonal and why I was worried about him in DFS this week. Uh, Chase Edmonds didn't really take anything away from him either. That's the thing. Chase Edmonds had two receptions on two targets for 21 yards. So it's not like he utilized Chase Edmonds instead of Kenyon Drake. But uh, DeAndre Hopkins, 10 receptions, 137 yards. He's just a stud. Uh, Andy Isabella, four for 47 and two. Yes, Andy Isabella would be the wide receiver that I want to take a look at. Christian Kirk has not done shit this season in the first two games, and then he got hurt. Uh, Andy Isabella stepped in, so I'm I'm willing to take a shot on Andy Isabella. He was a high dra- he was a high uh, sought after rookie uh, last year, so he's definitely a guy that I'm willing to take a shot on just because they do have some draft capital in him, and it's with this coaching staff. So Andy Isabella would be my wide receiver to target this week, um, not necessarily to use next week, but uh, a guy to really uh, take a look at stash and gra- or grab and stash. I don't know however you say it. Seattle Seahawks 38, Dallas Cowboys 31. Knew how this game was going to go, um, as did you know, basically everybody in the fucking universe. Uh, it was just too certain. What the hell kind of pass was that? Good God, Lamar. Uh, Dak Prescott, 37 of 57 for 472 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions, uh, six for 26 on the ground, uh, but did lose a fumble, which sucked. Uh, We talked about the running backs, and I did that in that morning live uh, chat, which was basically uh, like two of us in there just kind of talking back and forth. And uh, it said that I like Chris Carson more than I liked Zeke Elliott. Uh, Zeke Elliott, uh, 14 carries, 34 yards, one touchdown. Uh, Very disappointing. That offensive line just did not look good at all, and I was worried about it. Uh, C.D. Lamb actually got a carry, but he only got one yard out of it. I saw it. It was a terrible play. Uh, The guy that I said would be the lower-owned wide receiver with a lot of potential because he played on the outside, Michael Gallup. Six receptions, 138 yards, and a touchdown on nine targets. Amari Cooper, nine for 86, no touchdowns. CeeDee Lamb, five for 65, no touchdowns. 
Who else came in? <laughs> Fucking Cedric Wilson. Uh, the fourth tight end, you know, in play. Uh, five receptions, 170 yards, and two touchdowns. I... He has no, he had he had no stats, so this completely came out of nowhere. Um, so unless somebody knew that they were going to potentially get said, you know, have a plan to get Cedric Wilson involved here, um, <laughs> they're fucking lying that they were on him. Uh, Dalton Schultz tight end four for forty eight, which actually isn't too bad for being the backup. Um. But then we move over to Seahawks side. And uh Russell Wilson, twenty seven of forty for three hundred and fifteen yards, five touchdowns, no interceptions. Also had six carries for twenty two yards. Chris Carson on the ground, fourteen carries for sixty four yards, four point six average. Um and had three receptions for twelve yards. Uh late in that game, somebody rolled up on him. Uh we're still waiting. It rolled up on his leg. It was really just a shitty play. And you could see it right away when it happened. Um, so he's got basically a, I, I believe they're saying it's a, it's a mildly sprained knee. But come on, there's, there's no mildly sprained in there. Um, he could be out for the week, but he, from all the indications are that he could end up playing this upcoming week. Gus Edwards, you beast. Uh, Receiving-wise, D.K. Metcalf, four for 110 and a touchdown on eight targets. Should have had two, uh, but that dipshit decided to hold it out like a fucking loaf of bread and uh, had it knocked out of the end zone before he crossed. So it became a touchback instead of a touchdown uh, earlier in the game. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tyler Lockett's a big winner, though, uh, yesterday, nine for... Nine receptions, 100 yards, and three touchdowns. Just huge, huge game there. Uh, Greg Olson is definitely the tight end one. Uh, five for 61 there, but he did not get the touchdown. That went to Jacob Hollister on one reception for one yard. Uh, outside of that, uh, you will want to take a look at Carlos Hyde. If you are the Chris Carson owner, you're going to want to get a hold of him. Um, I like Hyde a little bit more than I like Travis Homer. I'm not a Travis Homer guy on there, so uh, definitely get yourself some Carlos Hyde. Uh, finally, last night's game, the Green Bay Packers at New Orleans Saints. Uh, Packers were seven-point seven winners, 37-30. to 30. Uh, It's definitely helping that they don't have to deal with crowd noise in the opposing team's stadiums. Uh, can you pull up the fucking stats? Because that would be great. And we'll start with the Packers. Aaron Rodgers doing uh, old-school Aaron Rodgers things, 21, uh, 21 of 32, 283 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, also had two rushes for 12 yards. Aaron Jones against a tough, tough uh, New Orleans Saints rush defense with 16 for 69 and a touchdown. That's good for a 4.3 average. Uh, did Marty Andrews get that touchdown? Did he get a touchdown? No, oh, no, no, no. Uh, Jamal Williams, six carries for 14 yards in there. Oh, Andrews fucking just absolutely dropped it. Oh, it was right in your fucking hands. Uh, big winner as far as the receivers goes is Alan Lazard. Should not be on your waiver wire. Six for 146 and a touch. 
Uh, tight end Robert Tanyan came in second, actually. Uh, five receptions, 50 yards, and a touchdown. Robert Tanyan is a <clears throat> big fan, is a big favorite of Aaron Rodgers uh, as far as the tight ends are concerned. Um, noticed that last year against the New York Giants, or actually before the New York Giants game, and then that happened. So, um, any which way. Um, fuck you, Bobby Cables, you fucking son of a bitch, and your stupid-ass quarterback scoring system rules. You're lucky that league is fucking free. I don't give a shit about it. Uh, Aaron Jones had two receptions for 17 yards. I did horrible in seasonal this week. I just absolutely horrible. Um, I'm hoping to just pull something out. Uh, MVS, uh, four targets, only one reception, five yards. They they blanket covered him uh, pretty well in this game. So it's not MVS. It's not so much MVS as uh, just really, really good coverage by the Saints. Uh, on the other side, Drew Brees, 29 of 36 for 288 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, so, but the thing with Drew Brees is he's not getting, he's not, I, I have to look at the game again. I didn't watch the second half. I only watched the first half. Um, and I can tell you what he was doing. It was really just, it, the targets weren't going real long. Uh, it was a lot of short to intermediate passing in there. It was kind of more of relevant of a dink and dunk offense. Um, sorry, Steve, uh, runner, uh, for making fun of your team. Um, Latavius Murray had 12. Uh, they put both, they put both running backs on the field. They put Latavius Murray more in the backfield and split out, uh, Kamara into the slot. Uh, Latavius Murray had 12 carries for 58 yards. Alvin Kamara, six carries, 58 yards. And Kamara made most of his money. Uh, in the receiving game, uh, 14 targets had 13 receptions for 139 yards and two touchdowns. It, it's just if you get a if you get a really good running back, um, one and one that can definitely you know is involved in the passing game, uh, you start them against the Green Bay Packers. They just lost uh, Christian Kirksey. I have not seen the update yet on his injury yet, um, but I'll be paying attention to this week. Because uh, they play the Atlanta Falcons on Monday Night Football, uh, Emmanuel, Sam- Sam- blah, blah, blah. Emmanuel Sanders finally showed up for receptions, fifty-six yards, and a touchdown, and had a stupid fucking touchdown dance. So he should have been docked that touchdown. Uh, Traquan Smith four for forty-two on six targets, so he's still involved. Uh, Jared Cook has not been involved since basically week one, uh, so that's unfortunate. Uh, Adam Troutman showed up, the rookie. Two for 17. Lat Murray had a catch for seven yards. Uh, nothing going on here. Taysom Hill did nothing more in this game than uh, fumble the game away. So that's why Green Bay is 3-0 and and New Orleans is 1-2. and uh, So let's see here. Currently, currently we're looking at Kansas City beating Baltimore 27-13. to I think it's the end of the third quarter, if I'm mistaken. Uh, no, six minutes, 13 seconds left in the third quarter. Uh, kind of give you some updated stats here. So, yeah, Patrick Mahomes, you'll just start him against anybody. 
21 for 29, 291 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, also has three carries for 14 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, eight for 36 on the ground. It's not doing too bad, but he did lose that fumble. Uh, oh, no, that was Darwin Thompson? Oh, that's fucking why. You don't put Darwin Thompson on there putting in Clyde Edwards-Alaire's hands. Uh, Tyreek Hill has two rushes for 25 yards, so that's cool. Uh, McCall Hardman is your leader right now in the clubhouse. Uh, three receptions for 74 yards and a touchdown on four targets. Travis Kelsey, four for 64. That was a place to attack if you looked at the spreadsheet. Uh, Tyreek Hill, four for 64 and a touch on five on five targets. Clyde Edwards-Alaire got involved, three for 46, uh, four targets. Sammy Watkins, five for five and 42 yards. Uh, Anthony Sherman, the fullback, I was going to use him in the in the single game DFS because uh, I knew he was going to get a fucking touchdown. I just knew it. Uh, Lamar Jackson, 9 for 20 for 49 yards throwing, but he does have 70 yards rushing on five carries. Mark Ingram, 6 for 26. Uh, Gus Edwards, 3 for 15. J.K. Dobbins, the rookie, uh, one carry for six yards. Uh, in the receiving game, you got Mark Andrews, two for 18 on seven targets. Seven. J.K. Dobbins, two for 13 on two targets. Uh, Marquise Hollywood Brown, one for seven. Or one, yeah, one reception, seven yards. Devin Duvernay, two for seven. But Devin Duvernay uh, is a guy that maybe you want to take a look at because he got involved in the, uh, he's involved in the kickoff return game and he took one back for a touchdown. So, I uh, get a little bit of bonus in that. Uh, and that's about it. Lamar Jackson had a fumble. I don't think he threw a pick, though. Yeah, he just had a fumble. So that's it. That's your uh, week in review. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope I didn't bore you too much. Uh, it's a little uneven, but uh, definitely for... <clears throat> um, definitely wanted to get everything done for you guys. Uh, and have things ready for you tomorrow. Uh, get a good start to the week, unlike last week. So it is what it is. Uh, this is, uh, yeah, we're going to have a good solid week. Had a good week uh, in DFS and one all on all sites and one on FanDuel, uh, DK, and Yahoo for cash games. And that's all that really matters for me on there. A lot of people won money. It's awesome. Let's keep winning. If you didn't win, let's figure out how to get you in the get you in the green. But uh, this is D Roy, and I'm fucking out of here on a Monday night.